Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You want sharp NFL insight? We got a guy. Rostradamus is here. Joining us from the ringer, Raheem Palmer on In The Zone. All he does is work out and pick winners. Joining us for his final NFL picks of the year, Raheem Palmer, premier betting analyst from The Ringer. Catch him on The Ringer Gambling Show and more betting podcasts that The Ringer provides at I am Rostradamus on Twitter for all of his betting insights. Raheem, it's Super Bowl week, and yet here we are celebrating LeBron James and worrying about what Kyrie Irving's going to look like in a Mavericks jersey. It's been a wild week already. Yeah, it's been a really wild week. I mean, you know, the thing about the, the Lakers last night was just kind of crazy because, you know, in the midst of LeBron breaking the record, you just kind of saw Anthony Davis. He, he looked like a retired player last night. I don't know what was going on with him last night. And then I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what happens with Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. I mean, I think you have two of the premier offensive players in the league playing together. They just don't have any defense. So um, it's going to be really interesting. In terms of last night and, and how that played out with LeBron, are you surprised that he went so hard after it last night? I mean, I, I was, so full disclosure, I was on LeBron under 32.5 points last night because I thought he was going to stretch this thing out to Thursday against the Milwaukee Bucks with all the poetic uh, the, the poetic nature to that uh, with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Once I saw him walk in in the black suit and I saw Jay-Z was there and his mom was there and and his high school friends were there. I was like, all right, well, obviously he's going to gun for it. And then he had 20 points at halftime. He clearly went into last night going, I'm breaking this record, and nobody's going to stop me. Are you surprised that he had that mindset for last you night know, specifically? It was, so, it was so interesting because Bill Bill Simmons actually hit us on Monday night that he wanted to do a special LeBron podcast. And as I'm preparing for the podcast, I see Oklahoma City at plus 300 for when he's going to break the record. And – you know, we're about to go on the podcast, and we're going to say, you know, it, it, it makes sense to take the plus 300. But then as we were recording, the line goes to, like, plus 115, 130, and then, you know, Milwaukee's juiced up to minus 185. So at that price, you're thinking, you know what, he's probably just going to try to break it against Kareem's old team, Milwaukee, with the skyhook. So, you know, you kind of gave out that advice, and I think that's the approach that a lot of people were taking. But – like you said, when he came in with that, you know, that all-black shirt, um, you know, Bill was actually at the game. He told us like, about an hour, an hour and a half before the game. He was like, yeah, I spoke to some Lakers people. I spoke to everybody. And he, he was like, yeah, he's getting tonight. So um, <laughs> I kind of wasn't really that surprised just because, you know, we had somebody at the game. Um, Bill's obviously, you know, the guy he's connected. Yeah. Um, and when he says that, you know, everybody's saying he's going to get it tonight, you kind of just knew he was going to go for it. And then, you know, right away. I mean, it felt like Russell Westbrook was kind of freezing him out a little bit, making a lot of mistakes. But, I mean, you just kind of just felt that he was going for it. And, I mean, I'm not going to take anything away. To get to that is amazing, and I'll give LeBron his flowers all day long. But it it does 
It almost feels a little bit like uh, like like Kobe going for eighty one. Like at some point, the team his teammates just kind of stand around and watch, and even the opposition. I mean, Oklahoma City did win the game, um, but it just kind of felt like everybody knew what they were there for that night. It, it didn't feel like a real NBA game to me in watching it. Yeah, I mean, it really didn't. I mean, and it's just, I mean, Oklahoma City. The one thing I will say about them is for them to be a young team. They didn't get wrapped up in, in into the ceremony and everything like that. They were kind of just – it was all business for them. You know, Josh Giddy played well, SGA. Um, a lot of the young guys, they just – they wanted that game just as much as the Lakers – I mean, if not more than the Lakers did. So, um, got to commend Oklahoma City because, I mean, they handled that well. But it felt like LeBron had too much left after breaking the record. Okay, two quick things on the NBA, and then we'll move to the Super Bowl. Kyrie Irving in a Mavericks jersey tonight. No Luka Doncic. They're eight-point underdogs going up against the Clippers. His point total over-under is at 27.5. That's pretty high. Any plays there in terms of Kyrie making his debut with Dallas? Um, I don't personally have anything going on. You know, one of the things I'm interested in seeing is I'm going to see how fast the paces with the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Um, you know, they typically play one of the slowest paces in the league with um, Luka Doncic. You know, Jason Kidd kind of slows the game down. Uh, I want to see if they're going to continue to play slow with Kyrie Irving. Um, so I'm not going to have anything going. I'm probably just going to watch the game. Um, but I'm really excited to see it. I mean, Kyrie Irving, I mean, he's been having a monster season. I mean, uh, there's been a lot of talk of the controversy, I mean, in terms of his contract, in terms of, you know, him having issues with, you know, anti-Semitism. But he's played really well this season. Um, I just, I mean, if I had to lean in direction, I probably would go over on this game just because I, I don't see the Mavericks stopping <laughs> anyone at this point. The Sixers and the Celtics, big-time primetime spot here. The Celtics are minus four going into this one. It feels like Philly would be the right play. What say you here? Um, I was in that direction, too. But, I mean, that game is so cool. Um, you know, obviously, we don't know if Joel Embiid is playing. So, I mean, it's just right before All-Star break is one of the toughest times to, 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 to actually, you know, place wages on the NBA because, I mean, it's right before the All-Star break. It's right before the trade deadline. Robert Williams is a quest, is questionable. Um Al Horford is questionable. Like, the game is completely circle. I mean, and, and Joel Embiid is questionable. So, I mean, it, obviously, if Al Horford and, and, and Robert Williams don't play, I think you could take the, the Sixers to win this game outright. Um, but, I mean, even if, you know, one of them play, I do think the Sixers are just playing so well right now. Um, I think they can actually get it done. I mean, obviously, Marcus Smart is still out. So, um, the Sixers are in prime position, you know, still this one. We're talking to Raheem Palmer, betting analyst from the Ringer. Speaking of Philadelphia, they're in the uh, Super Bowl this weekend. The Eagles taking on the Chiefs. Has your opinion shifted and changed at all as the week has gone along and you've dug more into the numbers, looked at the injuries, status updates, and all of that? Yeah, I, I like, I'm going to be honest with you. I like the, the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. I mean, I, I gave out the over 49. It's up to about 51, 50 and a half. But it's just when I look at this game, I just, I mean, Jalen Hurts really hasn't looked right to me. Um, and I still think it's a concern. When you look at Jalen Hurts, I mean, his completion over expectation, his dip, he just hasn't been the same guy. And his air yards is dip. So um, I think he's, um, you know, he's attempted far fewer passes over 10 air yards um, the last three games. And, you know, the one thing I'll say about this Philadelphia Eagles team is that. They just have not been tested. I mean, they've only played three road games this season against top half offenses in DVOA. Um, in those games, they allow 32.3 points per game. 
Um, in those games, we played the Lions. They played the Cowboys with that. And then the Green Bay Packers. So it's just, I mean, this team just has not been tested at all. And I think this is going to be like a shock for the system. If Jalen Hurts were healthy, I'd feel a little bit better about the Eagles. My model does like the Eagles, but I just I just think the, the Chiefs are going to get this done. Andy Reid against his, his former team. Um, one thing you want to watch out for is that that Eagles pass rush. I mean, they have a real chance of wrecking this game. But as we saw in the Super Bowl against the San Francisco 49ers, officials didn't call to me holding penalty. So <laughs> um, that's going to be key here. I mean, how the officials are calling this game, but I like the Chiefs. So I'm assuming that when you say that, because the number is so short, that the that the point spread has very little to do with with your your leaning towards the Chiefs. Are you taking the Chiefs plus one and a half or or on the money line? I mean, there's not that big of a difference because I mean, it's think, rare that it falls think, on that number. I don't think it's going to fall on the number. I mean, I think when you look historically, um, if you I mean you pick the winner in the Super, I mean the winner of Super Bowl is forty six seven and three against the spread. It's eighty two percent. I mean, with the number being one and a half. I mean, I think you, unless you got one of those early two and a half, there was a, there's actually a three in the market on the East Coast. I mean, this is only one sports book in the world who has that. It's three minus 125. Um, but that's like in the Philadelphia area. But um, I just think with the one and a half, you might as well just pick the winner. You know, one thing I will say is Mahomes is an underdog. He's six and three as an underdog. I mean, like, He's also seven one and one against the spread as an underdog. So it's like Mahomes as a short favorite as an underdog or underdog. I mean, he's he's typically like he's cash money. So um, <laughs> I think you 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 tend to want to play him in those spots. Yeah, it's uh, it's a fun matchup for that reason. I think that we all agree the Eagles have a better team. The Chiefs team is really good, but the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, and so what yeah. wins what wins out at the end of the day. And, uh, and and you're leading the way of the magician himself, which uh, feels like that'll be a safe side to be on, Raheem. When we're sitting down and watching that game, having money on Patrick Mahomes probably is going to feel warm and cozy. I'm on the Eagles, so you and I are on opposite sides, but uh, I I already feel I already feel queasy, mostly just talking to you about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, this is a hard one. I don't have yeah. anything on the game yet. Um, I'm still deciding. So um, I'll have my final picks, you know. Um, we're doing a ringer um, pod, I think, tomorrow. But I'm, I'm more than likely going to be in Kansas City. I mean, I already gave out the over 49. Um, I have some props that I really like. Um, and I always play this one every year. Set, um, second half, um, highest scoring half, minus 140. Previous 36 Super Bowl, second half at 23, 12, and 1 versus the first half. So, I mean, you know, things always kind of open up a little bit tight in the first half. Second half, it kind of opens up a little bit more. So I always like that. I like Patrick Mahomes over, I think it's 37 and a half passing attempts. That might be up to 39 and a half, but you can play that. I mean, Mahomes is like past two Super Bowls, 49 and 42 attempts. Um, you look at pretty much every quarterback who started, you know, they see the season averages go up. So he's averaging 38 attempts a game. I think you just see a lot of short passes from Mahomes. He goes over that. Um, I'm trying to think. Longest completion. No, no, let's not do that one. Let's do what will be a score in the first six minutes and 30 seconds. I like that. Yes. Um, minus 130. Um, look at the Eagles. They've scored over 53.2% of their opening drive. You tend to get out ahead as a competition. I think, you know, I think you'll see a, a quick score, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown. I think the only team that's higher than the Eagles or the Bears is 70%. Um, um, you know, it's like the Eagles are one of the most one-heavy teams in the league. But on their opening drive, they're passing almost 64% of the time. So I like them to be a 
four in the first six thirty. Um, yeah, that, those are my two favorite ones in terms of props, and I also think we're going to lean Patrick Mahomes MVP, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask about that too. Of course, the uh, national anthem over under is at one nineteen and a half. It's Chris Stapleton. I think he tends to drag it out a little bit. I would take the over. I don't know if you've looked at that one yet. Oh, um, which one, what did you say? I'm sorry. Oh, over under one hundred nineteen seconds for Chris Stapleton on the uh, national anthem. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. One. I definitely like that one. Um, you know, um, one of the things I saw was um, America, America the Beautiful as well. Um, I think it was over. Um, 109 seconds. I like that one. Raheem Palmer, you can find his work at The Ringer. Subscribe to his variety of podcasts, The Ringer Gambling Show, and others all found at The Ringer on Twitter at I am Rostradamus. Thanks so much. A-plus advice, as always. Love chatting basketball, football with you, all that good stuff. Enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend, my friend. No doubt. Um, also, for tonight, I think I like the Indiana Pacers. Plus seven. Um, that's the one that stands out to me. It's a little tough time for the NBA right now. Just right. For the trade deadline. But I like the Indian Pacers um, to cover that number tonight. All right. You heard him, people. Hop on it. Thanks so much, Raheem. Appreciate you. All right. You have a good one. More in the zone coming up next. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.